Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. Since we've started this podcast and since we've been talking, we've spoken about a number of of strategies, a number of um, methods, a number of things that you can try to help you overcome some of the common business problems that you face. We've also talked about personal development and how you can help yourself get better and improve, and additionally, how you can help teams improve their performance. But what I've not spoke to you about is what do I believe the common pitfalls are that cause business change initiatives to fail. I've done a bit of research, I've got my own experience, and it boils down to three things. Three things that I believe could be overcome. To overcome these things, we have talked about some strategies um, and we may talk about, or hopefully, have a chat about some uh, today. So the first thing is about having no perceived need for the change. So why are you changing? This falls and aligns um, quite closely and clearly with desire. And that desire uh, and need for change being understood at all levels. People talk about creating a compelling need for change. People talk about um, the reason why we are changing. Sometimes senior managers, directors and CEOs want to change and have a desire to change, but don't create the compelling case for that change that is understood by each of the layers of the organization. So the first pitfall that I believe where companies and businesses um, can overcome to enable them to successfully change is to create a real need for change. If the need doesn't exist already, then you need to create it. You need to look within the organization and create the need for change to help you get to where you want to get to. What is it that the direction and the vision of the organization is? What are the things it getting in the way of you achieving it? And then communicate it to, to um, each layer of the organization in a meaningful way for them. So what is it that they would resonate with? Is it the length of time that the organization may exist for if they don't change? Is it the um, decreasing satisfaction of customers? Is it the increasing cost of the operation? Is it competitors crunching price? And what is the reason that people will buy into? And then make sure you, you communicate it to them. That is your vision. That's your desire. That's your real need for change. And without having one of them, then it's like having going on a journey without a destination, without a desired state, without a final outcome. So the first one is there is no perceived need for change 
and that that needs to be understood at all levels. The second one is it's not led from the top and driven from the bottom. So to successfully deliver change, you've probably heard about bottom-up approaches and, and top-down approaches. You need to ensure that all layers of the organization are actively pulling in the same direction. The leaders need to set that direction, create an environment that enables every layer underneath them to work towards that, that change initiative, that desired outcome, that desired state of where they want to get to. So the second one is, it's not led from the top and driven from the bottom. What we don't want to be is that is, is change appears to be being done to people because that does not engage them. What you don't want to do is have a free-for-all at the, at the ground level because how will you know that that is aligned to the direction that you want to head and the direction that you're going? So the second pitfall or second reason why change initiatives fail, as I believe, is it's not led from the top and driven from the bottom. You want your leaders, you need your leaders to role model behavior. You need your leaders to create environments that enable and engage the workforce. And then you need your workforce to be engaged together in developing and creating solutions to help you get to where you want to get to. It is often said that the people who do the work know most about it. So create that environment of trust. Create that environment that enables the workforce to deliver and move you step by step towards that desired goal. And then thirdly, and I think no matter how much you do this, it's never enough. But the third common pitfall that I believe in change initiatives is you need to communicate regularly and you need to keep commitments. So you need to communicate regular, no matter how many times you communicate to people, you are never going to be able to touch everybody and everybody may not understand the message that you're providing. And the reason why, the reason why that keeping commitments is part of communicating regular is because that's what you need to communicate. You need to communicate the progress. You need to communicate the direction and you need to communicate that you are doing what you said you would be doing. Or it's, it's, it's like a um, completely random example, but keeping commitments is one of the 13 high trust behaviours as outlined by Stephen Covey. Um, and there's a podcast uh, separate to this all about trust. And keeping commitments allows you to create that environment of high trust. It's like you, there are many parents that, that listen to, the, to this podcast and it's like saying, uh, and, and this is an example I gave last week actually when I was uh, delivering a presentation on trust to a room full of people, I was saying if, you, if you're parenting a child, you're parenting children and if you tell them if they misbehave, you're going to put them under the stairs. If they misbehave, you're going to put them under the stairs. And if you do that again, I'm going to put you under the stairs. And if you do that again, I'm going to put you under the stairs. And then if you don't put them under the stairs after them doing it, they will continue to display that behavior that you don't want them to. When I, um, when I delivered 
that message. I asked I asked the room that I was presenting to to uh, has anybody got any examples of that? And this uh, this this one fella he, uh, he put his hand up and he says yes, I have an example that's similar to that. He says when I was when I was younger, uh, my parents they uh, they put me in a in a football top and they said to me they said uh, they said um, do you want to go to do you want to go to the game do you want to go to watch football and he he was well keen and uh, and he said yes yes that's that's what I want to do. Um, so his parents put him in the car, turned on the engine, set off, and then after after 10, 15 minutes, they uh, they pulled over at the side of the road and they weren't at the football stadium. They weren't at a football ground. They weren't at anywhere with a TV to watch it. They were at the dentist. That is not keeping commitments. That's misleading. Um, and what I asked this, uh, this individual then, I said, uh, how has this impacted yourself on football? And he no longer likes football. Uh, I'm, I guess the uh, the plus side to it, he does have a a lovely set of pearly white, but he no longer likes football. So keeping commitments, sticking to what you say you're going to do, is key in delivering successful change and creating that environment of high trust. But ensuring that you communicate effectively, do what you say you are going to do, and and tell people as often as you possibly can and tell them more than that and then more than that again. You can't communicate enough through different mediums. This is not just an email. This is a visual on a wall. This is having meetings, having using newsletters, using the screen servers on your, on your computers. This is changing the backgrounds on everybody's computer. It's uh, all sorts of different mediums to communicate via, not via, but the, the messages that you need to do um, to get across what you want to get across about the change initiative and making sure that you're communicating the commitments that you've made because you want to create that environment. You need to keep everybody's buy-in. You need to maintain momentum and you need to keep going forward. So the three things, the three things that I believe are the common pitfalls in in failed change. Number one, there is no perceived need for change understood at each level. Number two, it's not led from the top and driven from the bottom. And number three, it's not communicated regular whilst maintaining the commitments that you've made. So those are the three things that I, I believe uh, if you can overcome them, you will avoid the common pitfalls to, uh, to unsuccessful change. As always, if you have any questions, drop me a line at Lee Horton, uh, Lee at LeeHorton.com. Uh, you would have thought I would have known my email address by now. Um, or uh, contact me uh, via LinkedIn. Thanks very much. Have an amazing week and speak soon. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.